ready? Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes of Another Talented with your very own John Abrams and myself, Sharni Janice. Jalan. Oh, introduce yourself. Good hey, job. Hey, I was going to say something if I didn't. Welcome back. Always a pleasure to have you here. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I just don't think it should be behind the scenes anymore. Like your regular guest. This is like, what, episode seven, six, something like that? I'm doing this a while. I think, well, listen, if you think she's a regular guest now, put it in the comments. Well, here we are. Um, new location. Um, yes, I'm look, the budget is going my... up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying the budget going up. The budget going up. We got lights and cameras and yes, all over the place. LOLs. So we're in my new office. Um, just got settled. Uh, Jalan and I both just went through huge moves. Um, and so it just made us sort of like reminisce on like past moves because, um, feeling more settled like in adulthood but I just think I don't know what it was like for you but I moved like every year of college mm -hmm. like we had apartments that were leased as part of like us um, having housing because they like overbooked the student housing don't ask me y'all gotta ask ECU but in lieu of that I was moving all the time and it's like crazy to think about now because I had so much stuff and it's like, I thought I had so much stuff then. And moving now as an adult was like, wow. I think I get why people do like the tiny homes mm -hmm. and just like carry very little because moving is a menace. Yeah, and I agree. I haven't, I didn't move a lot. I moved when I went to college. So that was legit just a hamper of my stuff. And we had an expedition back then, so that yeah. fit everything in there. So I moved in and I moved out of my parents' house into my first first place. And that wasn't that bad. I did have to make two trips because I said I'm not getting a U-Haul. So I ended up stacking everything in my car and then going back down with um, David has the truck. So I took the, got the mattress and all the other stuff after that. But I didn't have a lot of stuff to travel with. I had to buy a TV, I had to buy pots and pans. So this move now, having so much stuff, I'm just like, yo, this was a nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's wild as well. I think like every move when i think about which ones are easiest it's like having people make all the difference mm -hmm. except for the time i hired movers and they was bickering the whole time um what are they doing they yeah like they was beefing with each other. apparently the head man he took more tip than the other people so they they was talking about each other and i was like i want no parts of this i just want my stuff moved that's not my business mm -hmm. yeah that was wild are we covering the mic, girl? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's the audio podcast. I'm sorry. Now. That was wild. You know, I talk with my hands. But you can talk with your hands, but don't put it there. Don't put it on your chin. It's like she was saying, it takes people, all right? But if y'all going to move, hire movers, figure it out because it's, it's too much. Oh, have someone. Have someone. I think the thing that made this move like really beautiful in spite of uh, having so much stuff was just having so many hands. Mm -hmm. people willing to be a part of this and celebrate with us and so mm -hmm. even through chaos of moving having everyone else be excited for us and excited like in both of our moves um, just being willing to like lend a hand ask how they could help like that community it meant everything so so question though before we get into a community how are you how are you paying people that you know to help people are you just giving them pizza 
or are you just saying, hey, you, you, you family, you, you, you my community, you help me move, like, bang you know? That's tough. I mean, I think part of doing stuff as family is like, you know, you're not going to get paid, like, monetarily when it comes to, like, moving. Mm -hmm. Like, there's other things that happen, right? Like, getting settled is like, you know, when you celebrate, when you have things, it's like, okay, you know, they'll be a part of being invited over and having dinners and like, they'll be a part of those celebratory moments. But I mean, I think back in the day, it was like, yeah, you know, I'm higher. I mean, I'm having everybody over. I'm have some food. I have some drinks, you know, but people just know, like, you just lend that help a hand. Like, you know, the payoff is the reward of, of helping others. It's the spirit of giving in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we just finished having Thanksgiving. So, yeah, but, but to dive deeper into that, you know, having that community of even having people be able to help you move. Because some people probably don't even have that. They have to have, have move. They have no choice. Yeah. It's wild. I think I'm really grateful. And it's interesting just sort of looking back over the years because my community has changed so much. Now look at the camera. Make sure you look at the camera, babe. Oh, sorry. I don't want to be a person staring directly. Well, you don't got camera. to. You can stare and look around. My right? community has changed so much in the past year. <laughs> um, and it's really wild to think about. Um, I've just had so much growth in my personal life, in my career life, and that's changed a lot of my relationship dynamics and in good ways. Like, it's grown. Um, I have more people to surround me, more people to help me, more people to love and to show up for um, and I, I take seriously the responsibility of that, but I also, um, you know, delight in the joys of that as well. But what about you? That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, I just said you really like the No For Sure podcast. What did you say, right? They'd be like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think my community always changes. I think when I when I move to different locations, it changes there. So like when you go somewhere else, you realize the person your your community was on your community because that's where you were. So I think about you know being in high school and middle school. That was my community because I lived there. When I moved to college, I didn't really talk to them that much because now I'm a different person in that different environment. And, and when I moved to Charlotte, I'm another different person now again. So I think every time you move or you level up in life, your community is going to change. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, but one piece though, because there are some really dope people in your life that have transitioned with you um, from those previous communities. I guess what what allowed those relationships to maintain even as you changed and like your your day-to-day -day looked different as your life adjusted? Mm. I think it's just just that communication of you know talking them back and forth and also having having those different conversations and seeing that they're growing so it's like we're not having the same conversations uh, when we were younger oh man look at all these girls oh man let's you know drink and do all this stuff it's just like you know we're talking about money we're talking about real estate we're talking about bettering ourselves of looking forward to that next stage of life we're not just into the now because when you just talk about now what sports is playing on us i'm not going to talk to you that long like people don't work my job only to talk about the sports i don't have no conversation for you because i don't watch sports i'm talking about money we talk about money we can talk other than that that's what it is now how about you though um yeah i think that growth the growth is a pivotal piece like there's a handful of people that have 
just grown with me through mm -hmm. different spaces of my life. And I think it's because one of vulnerability, like we share with each other, the places that we were trying to get to and trying to grow. Um, and then we were to your point, communicative with each other about uh, the things that we were doing. Um, and so we were still even in different ways, championing each other to be like, yeah, like I see you girl, like I see you says like still encouraging each other. So then when things like, you know, I went through a handful of moves as well. When I ended up back closer to a lot of those friends, like we had still been keeping tabs with each other. So then being close with each other, they'd be like, oh, like you're back in the city, like let's link up. That was nothing because we had been in that like place of again, sharing how we were wanting to grow, the things we wanted to achieve, the things we were aspiring for. Um, so we were still maturing and developing with each other. And so being part of each other's community just felt natural. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's harder to, to build a community with social media or like keeping that person? Cause I, I think about like my friends, for example, I'm going to see you what I see you but now you see them every day on social media and you see them constantly post nonsense. You're just like, you feel a different way about them. So it's like, you know what somebody posts online, make you change their view of them. Mm, I mean, my friends don't post nonsense. My crew is clean out and I'm just kidding. I mean, they, they really don't though. But to your point, uh, when thinking about the community I kept versus people who I don't keep touch with, as you go through those changes and you had people through like middle school and high school and then you did see their social media, their things, and you could tell like based on what they're posting, the way that I'm growing and the things that I'm valuing look different from yours. It was mm. sort of easy to just hit that unfollow. And then just again, hone that community into like the things that I want to see. Okay, so wait a minute, you gonna follow people out here? Absolutely. That you know? With no remorse, absolutely. Wow, wow. It's my social media, I have to follow you. I don't get, I don't get credit for following people I don't want to follow. Dang. I'm like, I do the same thing, I was just yeah. asking, yeah, listen, I, I'm a little more petty than that. If I post five times, you like one of them posts, listen, you gotta go, cause why are you here? You know what I'm saying, why are you here? I'm, I just feel like I just feel like people need if you're gonna be in my community especially support what I do. You know what I mean? You don't gotta listen to the podcast. Liking it takes two little little things, you know? That's all I'm saying. I got a few DMs and hey, listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, listen to the podcast too. Like that's what's up. You know, I just expect you just to like it and keep moving. But to actually listen to the podcast and tell me stuff about it, makes you feel good. So if you're not even liking it, you gotta go. But to your point, like I think that's something that we've lost with social media in a sense is like your community really being your community. Like I think sometimes people want to have like this many followers and this many people, but it's so funny because thinking about it in a content creation way, it's becoming more and more valuable for brands to be like, we want to see genuine engagement mm -hmm. because you can have a lot of followers, but are people really engaging? And to that point, you can have a whole bunch of people that follow things that's lurking or don't even care. But it's like, I want the people who are genuinely wanting to connect with me and genuinely wanting to engage with me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care about having other, you know, or same thing. I'm not trying to be on somebody's thing where I see their stuff and I'm always trying to slide past it because I don't want to look at it. Just mm -hmm. unfollow them. Then. Yeah. That way I'm not part of their community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So how do you think this social media, I know you kind of briefly talked about it. How do you think the social media affected actually building like a personal community, like finding someone to help you move? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say that had anything to do with my community. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the community I have now has been from like real relationships, 
in the sense of like uh, finding people like in person, like those kind of like natural, real components. And then social media is just like a cherry on top of the fact that we already connect and still keep a connection in person. And then the virtual component just um, it benefits to the fact that like we're <laughs> I'm just saying, she got so much stuff going on in here. I got, if you actually see the visual, you see I got these greens behind me. It keeps making noise. I'm thinking something's crawling on my neck. Yeah, I guess a little shop of heart in here. Relax. Go ahead. So, go ahead. I'm live. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you spit. Go ahead. <laughs> but thinking about. That. How do you say it? How do you say it? Yes. I don't, I don't remember. Continue. You, you don't remember. That's okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> the community I have. Um, a lot of it has been built from like people I've met in person and then we just do social media to continue that bond um, I think from when I was an influencer and content creator I had a handful of people who I didn't know in person and just followed me that way but still thinking about even now like as my life has transitioned out of that those people have like fallen away but the people that I like genuinely met in person even though I'm not doing that creative stuff um, like as far as like fashion and things, I still keep connection with them because I like really hung out with them, really met them in person when I was in Atlanta. So I think in person, it, we still can't lose a hold of like the value of those people that you spend time with, like in that space of, you know, community and then continue to build on that virtually as well, just because we're adults. So you're not always going to be able to check in with somebody every single day. It's nice to just know that someone's good because you can just sort of scroll real quick and see they live living well and they happy, had a good Thanksgiving, they had a good plate, something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I kind of I kind of look at it differently on my end. Um, me just being, I know you said I'm not an introvert, I am an introvert. Uh, me being an introvert, <laughs> I've met a lot of people online and was able to build communities after that. Like when I first started making music, like beats, I didn't know anybody around me that did that. So I found a bunch of people online. Cause I think about it now, like, that's the reason I was able to get as good as I was so fast because I was like sending music back and forth to people that was actually doing it. But these people are living in different places. Like this guy lives in Australia. A guy lives in Detroit. I actually went up to Detroit one time to hang out with him. Um, that, that was kind of cool. Um, that's when I was in like college, too, early college. Um, you know, people all over the place. And like even now, like Swank, Mike Swank, um, I met him on Instagram, you know, and now I legit just hanged out with him with this weekend. So it's just, it's, it's me, it's, I know in person is important, but I think you also can find the people online and then also build a relationship that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think either way you do it, as long as there's still some point of connection. Mm -hmm. um, but do you think you can though? Because you're different than me. Do you think you mm -hmm. can meet somebody online and oh no then, i'm too skeptical about that okay. stuff i watch too many netflix documentaries mm. i watch too many episodes of catfish mm -mm. yeah mm. Like, but i thing, don't know about all that but the thing about <laughs> it is though well the thing about it we met on a dating app though so it's just like it's the I same was, thing i was stalking your stuff i was saying online too i was making sure you were a real person too i was watching all your stuff and I told him this before y'all get in the comments, like you should check her. I told him, he knows. I checked all your stuff. Cause I was skeptical about that too, but I also wasn't trying to leave my house. What was you skeptical about? No, not even me, like. Oh, um, just in general, like just online, I think it's easy to have a persona of someone who you're pretending to be mm -hmm. and not really be that person. And so I always just want to make sure there's alignment with who people are saying they are and who they are. And being around someone in person, you can really tell if like who you say you are is who you are behind the scenes mm -hmm. because 
what, what, which one is it? I don't know if y'all had those like things where it was like courage, perseverance. But one of them was like the way you show up, like when no one's looking. Maybe it's character. Child, don't, don't quote me on this. But just, just the component of like, you know, even now people sort of make a joke of it where they're like, what you see on Instagram versus real life. Like everyone knows to a certain extent that you can put on for social media. And so that's my thing. I just would be skeptical that like, yeah, your social media can make you look like you are like just the nicest, sweetest, most helpful person. But it's like, who are you in real life? I'll only really know that when we spend time together and when I really see you and when I need something and like, are you really that person? Because it's easy to like look like that person online. Okay. So I have a, I have a counter to that. Mm -hmm. So you said community wise, you're going to have to meet the person first, right? But then on the other hand, to find a mate, what made you, not really to get into relationship wise, what made you decide to find someone to spend the rest of your life with on an internet dating app mm -hmm. But community-wise, you can't find somebody on the internet. Who child? Um, I just, I was just not, I was just not leaving my house like that. Except um, because this period of time when I started doing like virtual like dating, or at least the most of it, was post the height of COVID. And mm -hmm. so that heightened, I think, the virtual connection and community mm -hmm. in a, um, increased way, but I had a handful of homegirls, uh, again, in person who had people that they were like engaged to and things like that from using certain dating apps. And so it was even from that still a reference of someone who I knew in person to be like, this virtual component could be helpful because I also, and the person who like, you know, groceries, shopping it, like, unless you was wandering down the aisle of home goods at Harris Teeter. I wasn't gonna find you. Yeah. So, and I wasn't about to start going places with Mingo to try to like get found. Like she went to Walmart. You went to Walmart. You would have. You would have found me there. <laughs> to go to Walmart. <laughs> we wouldn't have found each other. <laughs> you was not gonna catch me there. Walmart, oh, Dollar Tree. <laughs> no, no, you would have seen me. <laughs> no, no, no. So. Okay, so that's cool. So you did make a good point though. You talked about COVID how COVID kind of changed things and making people want to do stuff more digitally. I, I feel like COVID definitely made sure like finding communities way harder in person because now people are saying, you know, doing the dating apps, they're, you know, doing things online. People are kind of still scared to communicate. I feel like, what do you think? Yeah, I think there's a, there's just a comfort to it. Like even thinking about like what made me think, and I guess I'll pose the same question to you. What made you sort of open to that? But um, also I'm nosy. Like I said, when, even when I like saw your profile, um, I still went and did my own research. There's a certain level of, um, insight you had into someone. And then it was just, again, just fact checking of like, if that was true to who they show up as, as who they say they were. But uh, luckily for me, you are someone who uses a lot of online, you know, you have a huge presence because of your YouTube, your podcast. So before we even met, um, I, I got a good feel of like who you portray yourself to be is like a lot of like who, when we're talking outside the scenes of that was who you were. Like there were no fronts or no airs with you. And I think anybody about you would say that you're not trying to put on a persona. Um, you're a very genuine person. And so that was one of the reasons why we worked out. But I mean, a lot of those situations fizzled very quickly because you can see people putting on certain way 
online or on their profile, you know, they out here like, oh, you know, life for the party, this and that. You're like, okay, it's going to be cool talking to him. And then they ain't got nothing interesting to say. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's it's interesting. But um, I don't know if I answered your question, but I'll post the same question for you. You, you live where you're very open to that virtual space. So were, were there any reservations for you to think about finding someone online or digitally? Yeah, it was. I was not into it at all. I felt like it was weird. I said, if I meet somebody, I'm going to meet them, you know, in person. Like, you see all these movies of, you know, finding a love, walking down the grocery store, seeing them in a park or in a library or, or something like that. That's what all the movies are from. The movies are not, oh, I found her, you know, or the hit. Yeah. That's not the movie. So you always think about, like, that story tale things i'd never thought about that at all like i went to um shout to zion um he's a singer um but yeah i was at my first job when i came here to charlotte and he was just saying man you know dating now so he just showed you everybody is talking to i said is that easy so yeah it's that easy and i'm just like (laughs) i'll try it out you know i downloaded it just started swiping you know and i didn't really take it serious at first i was just like it is what it is and after a while like talking to these women i'm like i can't talk to you know anybody so i started taking it serious and i'm just like you know i'm here what am i gonna do yeah 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 but my question was to you was about the covid thing do you think people have changed from going from you know talking more in person to getting away from that because of covid Mm -hmm. in some ways yes in some ways no so i'm even in a sense where like um the space I work in is therapy oriented. A lot of providers that do work um, online and have still gotten back in the space of like working in person, but there's still so much of a need for people to have care virtually and like still have that component. I think it's created just more normalcy around that component. Like before, I think that in-person interaction closeness was more of the norm. And I think virtual connection and in-person communication, like I think like how we're thinking like, oh yeah, it was sort of strange. Like in the next, I think when we jump 20 years, it would be nothing probably for someone to say that they meet people on dating apps. Like those things are becoming more and more normal. So mm-hmm. it is changing that trajectory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just, just weird. I still do. Like, I'm happy we met each other, but I think it would be so cool to tell our kids, you know, I was just walking down, you know, Walmart, my baby was up. <laughs> Look, if y'all see me here seated in the morning and I got that salespeople in my hand, do not try to kiki with me, baby. I'm on a mission. So if you would try to slide on me, excuse me, sir, trying to get this roast beef, <laughs> it wouldn't have worked out well for you. It would have. It would have stopped. She would have I'd be trying to get my groceries oh and get home. Oh my gosh. No, I just feel like that's like, I think it was so cool. I think even now, like women don't even want guys to approach them in person, you know, and then they're online. So I'm so single, but it's just like guy was trying to approach you, you know, in person. It's just, I just think it's weird. I think even like meeting people through community, like feels like more of a comfort. I mean, I don't know, like for me, my sister met her um, husband on dating app, but then my other siblings, they met their partners through their community, through mm-hmm. their church community, friends and family. And mm-hmm. so I think 
there is just a nice nuance of that community of like building relationship even for me to do dating apps and same for you it was someone through our community who made that reference to it so i think you never get away from that component mm -hmm. even in the virtual space that community sense of someone who you can touch and feel giving giving insight to something still makes it feel more more valuable more real to you so what do you think is the importance of having a good community because let's say you have a community and it's not a great community it's going to be you know hard to find people that's kind of relates to you i mean i think it's it's everything in a sense i mean even people who came from lacking like that structure or um, the community that they wanted to be a part of um there was usually usually in their story someone they found who was in that community, someone who would take them under their wings, someone who would give them some kind of like mentorship, someone who would bridge the gap from the person that they saw themselves and who they could be versus who they were and who could see that in them. Like, I don't, I think we're, we're built innately for community. There's very little that we can do without connection to one another. Um, our society is very individualistic, but at the core of our human need, there's a need for connection and mm -hmm. for community and for someone to to hug and to touch and to hear you and to make eye contact. Like those things of like relationship. I don't think we can ever get away from that. So how would somebody build that? Because I just think about when I first moved here to Charlotte, I don't think I've ever really had any really community. I had David that he lived here. But other than that, you know, I meet people every now and then. So how would somebody build a community, especially like us moving into a whole another place? Like, how, how would you do that? Yeah. I mean, for me, church mm -hmm. uh, was a huge piece of building community. My homegirls I have now, I met um, in the East group in my church and mm -hmm. our like um, um, words, our Bible study group. Um, so that was huge for me. And then also um, through work, you know, yeah, I, it, it depends. I worked one of my the first places I worked in Charlotte it was like this little boutique bridal shop, um, and I, I love all of those young women. I I thoroughly enjoyed working with them. It was a small little shop with about just five or six of us, and so it's a very small space. It, we were just naturally in proximity, yeah. um, in that closeness, and so you you knew a lot about each other. I met their husbands, I met they, you know, the dogs, I, I mean, you spend that time. And so I think, um, whatever's important to you, I guess that's the thing, whatever's important to you, um, leaning into that, because for me, my faith is of huge value to me. So I knew finding other people who value that mm -hmm. could be a start for me finding community here. Um, I, I love work. I love the work that I do. I'm passionate about that. So that's been community, even working remotely, um, I love my team. We still follow each other, a handful of us on Insta who I'm like real cool with and we share with each other. Like I still love leaning into them and sharing with them and connecting with them. So I think even wherever you are, there are classes that you take, things you attend, like when you lean into the things you're passionate about, then you'll find other people who care about you. Even when you spoke to like, oh, real estate, there are always some kind of real estate course. There's financial courses. There's Things in person, the same way we can find them online. You might have to do a little more hunting and Googling, but if you lean into those spaces, then you'll find other people who love what you love. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I just, the one thing I don't agree with is the, the work piece, because I think that's like the lazy way to find community, and that's not community that's going to stick with you forever. 
because I've had a lot of, you know, no offense to anybody I have worked with, like, I've, you know, a lot of them I'm still cool with today, but a lot of times when you think you have that friend and then you stop working there, y'all are no, no longer friends anymore, you know? So, like, even, like, Ashonda, like, when we worked together, I worked in summer camp years ago, so, you know, we were, you know, in summer camp together, you know, we were cool. After that, we didn't talk for years, you know, and then and at one time we just randomly talked on, on Facebook, but it's like, once you work somewhere, yeah, you're cool with that person at the moment, but after work, after you leave that job or they leave the job, you're not really going to talk. So I'm thinking of a more of community of somebody that can stay with you for like a 10 year, you know what I mean? Like somebody, not 10, 10 is a long time, but at least a five year, you know, like years I'm thinking about like community was. I don't know. I I guess I look at it a little different. I feel like there are, are a very small amount of people who will be a part of your life forever as mm -hmm. your community. But I think God is kind enough that through every season and changes you encounter, yeah. that he'll surround you with the people you need for that season. Because to your point, you're growing and you're changing. And so only a handful of people, I think, will really be able to navigate those changes with you and lean into you in that intimate way. And other people can still do this sharpening this adjusting that in that season you know like i'm not still very close with the young ladies i work with but for every other opportunity i've moved into i learned so much from them mm -hmm. right like even for us to not text each other every day now that period of us consistently communicating with each other even the next work that i went into after was from kenzie shout out to kenzie um but yeah like I still think that we can't negate the value of community, even if it's not, um, you know, long lived. I think there are certain people that are in your life for those seasons mm. and that changes and that's okay. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's just, I think it's also getting out, out of your box to try to find as many people as you can, because you're right. Everybody that I'm with now, like, you know, you have those people that's 10 years plus, but a lot of people are just like, you know, short periods of time. But I think it's, that might be a little hard because I feel like as a, as a youth, it was it was easy to find the friends. Like, you know, you go to school. Oh, hey, my name is, you know, my, you know, and y'all are both black. And then you're just like, y'all are friends forever. So I think that's easy. I think as an adult, it's a little harder to build that community because like who wants to be, I think even for guys, it's probably harder. Just like, you know, I'm, hey, man, hey, man, you want to hang out? Like, life's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge transition in school. There's, like you said, that natural occurrence of like, you're around people. Mm -hmm. um, but to your point, even it's sort of funny then because everybody who you was around wouldn't necessarily who you was cool with. Like there becomes a point where like you start off and your parents can send everybody in your class an invitation to your mm -hmm. birthday party. And then you get a certain age and they're like, oh, you fight everybody. And you're like, don't invite little jack jack jones i don't like him like you still start figuring out like who you rock with and who you don't rock with even mm. young like yeah. you still start developing those like bills that go off in your head to be like like i don't wish nothing against you but like i don't rock with you something about what you're trying to do and what i'm trying to do is not the same i i agree but it's also like the people that you do pick at that young age you end up sticking with them longer and it's like they can do nonsense but it's just like yo that's my friend for years and it's like I, I agree. I just, I feel like like my childhood friends, I think the only reason why we don't really commute as much as we used to is because when I went to college, it was just like, I totally changed with somebody else. And once I came back, it was just like, you know, we're still cool, cool, but it's just like, you know, we did so many growth between that, like two years in college. We did so many growth between that. And I didn't see them because I didn't really come home much. And it's like, now I'm a whole other person. So 
we're still cool about seeing this what's up but it's just like we're not hanging out anymore you know i think if you just stay in that environment that's why i think changing environments are very important to grow as a person because now you're around different people your community can change as you and the person can grow yeah yeah I'm just sort of reflecting on my childhood. Okay. My, take your time, take your time. Well, no, just because I had, I'm just realizing it now, like huge shifts that happen almost like every transitional phase. So like after my elementary school, it was set up for like, we were all going to like different middle schools. And then my middle school was set up, we all went to different high schools. So I had like those monumental things, like that happened to me like three times. Those pivots where you're like, oh, you're friends with them fab. I'm like, I, I have like, one childhood friend who like we are like still like that close shout out to chelsea my best friend um and then everyone else like i still have so much love for them but we ended up going to different schools and then our dynamics changed and still i guess thinking about that point of like the community like to your to your point again we changed some of the things that we want to change now we're getting into like colleges and where we're going but even outside of those big changes we were apart in proximity I mean, we had no cause nothing like you can't yeah. get to people so yeah. all of that um adjusts so i think even at a young age i think i was being sort of woven in a way where i could be flexible to community changing for me because it happened a lot and every time it's like you know what can you do make make more friends add more people to your to your life you know be grateful for the fact that you able to know those people and love those people and then find them on Facebook a decade later and see the kids. That's about it. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, I don't even go on Facebook no more. I hate Facebook. I mean, I'm Every time I go in there, just like, who cares? Like, I don't even, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't care. I don't even, I feel like deleting it, but I'm just gonna leave it up there. Cause the thing about when I post, like it posts on my Facebook uh, page, my Facebook, uh, what's it called? A professional page or whatever? Mm. I don't know, fan page. My dad can see my stories. That's the only reason why I have Facebook so my dad can see my stories. But other than that, no. That's funny. Yeah. But question though. Okay. Do you think it's harder for guys to find community or do you think it's harder for women to find community? I think it depends on the kind of person you are. And two, according to elements, because think about this, all right? So um, to your point, if you're an introvert versus you're an extrovert, then that's going to make it different for like how you find community right but then because it's easy to be like oh it's harder for guys but like there's places guys can hang out guys can hang out at the gyms or guys who like to go to the bars or guys that like to go to the to the games the football games like there's still places where guys can congregate the same way that girls like to go to the nail shop we like to go to the mall we like the shop but me doing those things don't make those girls my girls uh, i went out this was before you i went out before me yeah wow you the, still remember that yeah Oof. that's crazy it's all really a blur but this just happened to like <laughs> be something i remember but um i met um when i like first moved here and I, I was volunteering i met uh two young ladies and uh one young lady i went out with she was like mad cool and we started still like lost touch um and she was cool but it just wasn't like clicking enough where we were just gonna like keep hanging out and spending time um together and then the other young lady, I went out to dinner with her and some homegirls, and I'm just listening to the conversation, and I'm just thinking like, yeah, you know, this is it's a lot going on here. This is this is not my 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 jish, 
So of like a homegirl group. What was the conversation about? It's a lot going on. They're not, they're not cool with you. They're not going to watch this. So, you know, I'm not, not going to speak in business. It, but it was just, it was some messiness and some chaos that they were reminiscing on. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. Um, that's not my type of, of getting take this podcast getting to around. the next level. Come on now. I'm going to spill some tea. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Finish up. Sorry. So, that to be said, that just because, like, as a woman, like, I don't think it makes it easier. You still, depending on the person you are, still vetting. Like, there's a very specific intention around who I'm going to have around me, you know. I, I think at this age, I, I hit this point probably like a couple years ago where I realized if I didn't want my children to be like those people or look up to those people, I maybe didn't need to have them in my friend group. Because mm -hmm. I knew that in the next couple of years, I wanted to have a family. And if these are the people that are going to be my children's play aunties or play uncles and they act a monkey fool and I don't yeah. want my child to act a monkey fool, then my friends can't be like that. They can't mm -hmm. act like that. And it is not to be a judgment on anybody, but it's like if I'm around you, then some part of you is going to be rubbing off on me. Some part of me is rubbing off on you. And some part of you is absolutely going to run off on my child because children are extremely you know, impressionable. And if I think you're dope, then my child's going to think you're dope and want to be like you. So I got to be real careful about who I'm putting myself around. Be careful how you say dope, too. We don't want no dope around us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that that changed my, my mental around like, okay, who am I keeping around me? So, but I think, I think it can be hard on both ends. I mm -hmm. wouldn't say I think it's harder for men. Oh, no, I think it's harder for men. I think it's harder for men. Especially like, Let's say you see a woman and she's cool. Like if you, the minute you start asking for something, like okay, I'm not trying to like you're not always trying to get the number or do that. I think I think when a woman, when a guy like just approaches a woman regularly, like they think they're trying to get get extra. I think it's just weird to meet a guy and say, hey man, let's let's exchange contact information. It's just like I think it's just just weird to do that in general. Like, oh all right, all right, man, I'll see you when I see you. I'll see you next time. I remember one time I was in the gym and then I had on some shorts you bought for me. I forgot what they were. Oh. Like I said, oh, so where'd you get them shorts from? I said, oh, my girl got them for me. He said, all right, man, um, let me know um, where, where to get them from or something like that. He didn't even say, let me get your number or nothing because I could have texted him, you know, but he was just like, hey, man, ne next time I see you, let me, I mean, next time I see you, let me know where you got them from. He's just like, <laughs> Dude, I never saw them again, you know? So I don't know. I just think it's just a weird thing. I think for women, it's just, I'm not a woman, but you see a girl, oh, I like your nails. Oh, I can. I killed my girl with your number. And it's just like, it was different. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think about that on the sense of like, has there ever been a situation where like, I like chatted with a girl and gave her my like information? Mm. I have you not. Okay. I have not. I have not. Like I, I said, know. I think it, it depends but, on my person. You yeah, are. you're right. Like, you're it's right. not until like, I've been like around someone consistently that it's like, okay, you know, like, even my hairstyle is like, um, I've been rocking with her like six months now. And I think it was just like maybe a month ago. It was probably a couple of weeks ago that we followed each other like back on like Instagram. I was mm. following her because that's how I found her. But it's funny. It's like you hey, still feel people out. You know why she followed you too. I followed her. She said, oh, okay. And then followed you. Hey, sometimes you got the, anyway, when you got the juice, you got the juice. When you got the juice, you got the juice. You know what, what I'm saying? What juice do you have, John? I'm just saying she followed me and then followed you at the same time. It didn't take me three months. I didn't eat it yet. Send me a day. The minute I press that follow button, boom. Don't feel bad, man. 
It might be easier for men. It might be easier for men. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. What we talk about that? I'm sorry. I don't remember now. All right. What's next? What's the next on the docket? Let's see. Get everything. Talk about COVID. Talk about men. Men and women. We talked about childhood. Uh, did we talk about what people can do to build a community? Can we talk about that? A little bit. I tapped into it. I gave my views around founding those things that are important to you. But mm -hmm. what what's your thoughts? How do people find community? community? Yeah, I would definitely say you have to get out the house. It's because you can find the people online. I think with online nowadays, everybody thinks they're famous and nobody wants to follow you back. So I think it's definitely more important to meet the person people on, on in person. I haven't met. Uh, went to Invest Fest and different um, events like that and met the people in person that has like way bigger followings than me. I have, still have a thousand. I don't know why it's not moving up, but I got a thousand right now and I was able to meet multiple people with like, you know, over 10,000 followers and they followed me back because I met them in person. You know, like even Marvin that I met, I remember. I, I, hey, I, shout I, out to Marvin. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> but, but it's just funny. I remember when I met him. I was like, oh man, I said, I bet if I would have messaged you, you probably wouldn't have responded. He said, yeah, I probably wouldn't have looked at it. I probably, no, probably wouldn't have responded, you know? So meeting the people in person is so much, so important. So definitely find different activities. Even if you're an introvert, find something to go to because you got to get out the box if you want to build a community or if you want to stay by yourself, you know, this is the wrong episode to watch. But if you're trying to do it, just go out there, build that community. Don't matter if you're introvert or not. And if that's what you want to do. You got to make sure you go out there and meet people. Introduce yourself to people. The more you do it, you're not going to be afraid to do it anymore. And next thing you know, you got, got a community of people that you, you're rocking with. That's real. That's real. Well, I think for me, last sentiment I have was just um, for all the people that, that rock with you, your community, um, grateful. Um, grateful for our community, all the people that show up for us, that love us, encourage us. Um, I'm feeling extra grateful. We just had Thanksgiving yesterday. Um, and so many of the things that I've walked into as far as promises from God, um, couldn't have done it without the people that are around us, that encourage us, that support us. Um, so I think on the last note is, is just cherish your community. Um, when you have those people around you who do support you, don't take it for granted. Do not take it lightly because there are people who don't have that. They are looking for, praying for, trying to find the spaces where people will encourage show up for them and so just make sure especially in the holiday season uh, acts of kindness is such a huge thing just make sure the people that um, are your community you make sure that they know that they're loved and appreciated i agree i agree let's let's let's, let's wrap it up before this thing thing die on us Go ahead. That was me wrapping it up. You okay. have to say something loving to our community as well. Oh, man, listen. I appreciate y'all listening, like always. And if you got all the way to the end, like, you, you, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Male, female, whatever. I love you. I appreciate you. Make sure y'all leave a comment in the, in the, what's it called? Comment box. I don't even know. Comment, review, like. Like, come on now. Don't, don't just tell me in, the, in my DMs that you watched it. Let's leave a comment, please. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode of Behind the Scenes. Enjoy your holiday season. Until next time. Please. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you wouldn't. Go ahead. I can't have nothing. Uh, next time. I can't have nothing for myself.